Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Aloha, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm sure you've probably heard people talking about Saturn moving into Pisces and Pluto moving into Aquarius, which actually just happened yesterday on March 23rd. We are going through such major shifts in the collective right now, and I wanted to hop on here and share an overview of what these shifts are going to mean for us as a collective, but also for you in your life and work. Apologies, I didn't show up in your feed last week. Something about Saturn moving into Pisces has sent me into a doze. I've been so tired. As many of you know, Pisces is my sun sign and my moon sign. And it's also the zodiac sign of sleep and dreaming, which are basically two things that I can't seem to stop doing. It is going to be going over my sun and moon in the next couple of months, and I'm already feeling it. Saturn has a constricting quality to it. So it's almost like it has this hold on me right now, and (laughs) it's forcing me to get on track with being my most authentic self, which so far has looked like making me slow down. I know I'm not the only one who's been extra sleepy, and maybe some of you have even had your sleep interrupted. The idea with Saturn is that it gives us what we need to become more disciplined, mature, and in control of our lives. Saturn is the strict teacher planet. It also has a lot to do with karma. So that's why a lot of times we'll experience it a little bit differently. But because Saturn is going to be in Pisces all the way until February 13th, 2026, with a bit of a break somewhere in between for a little retrograde movement, we are probably going to get to experience every possible facet of Saturn in Pisces during this next almost three-year period, technically. Although, like I said, Saturn will be moving out of Pisces at some point in its journey and taking a little break before it goes back. And that won't be until May 2025. So we definitely have a long road ahead of us. And I think it will be really helpful if we can lay out what exactly does Saturn and Pisces mean for us? What are we going to need to learn? What are we going to need to be more disciplined about? And how is our world most likely going to be changing? I also want to touch on Pluto and Aquarius at some point in this conversation because that's another major shift. Basically, we're moving into a new era over here. So coming back to Saturn and Pisces, Pisces is a water sign and Saturn used to be in an air sign, which was Aquarius. While Saturn was in Aquarius since 2020, We've had to deal with airborne viruses, of scientific 
reasoning behind separating ourselves from each other. But in the end, we are seeing much more equality, much more representation in the media. And there's also been a really big shift in how technology has been used. Like we can just tap to check out using our debit or credit cards. You can get groceries or any food really delivered straight to your door, even medicine. You can meet with your doctor or therapist completely online without ever having to be with them in person. So that's something you're probably also going to notice with Saturn and Pisces too, is that it starts off showing us everything we need to work on. But then by the end, all the pieces come into place, or at least a lot of it, right? We're make, we're going to make progress with the themes that need to be upgraded. Now, Saturn and Pisces, it's almost helpful to think of the universe as being this big department store. And let's say that there's an aisle for each of the zodiac signs. And Saturn is like some higher up executive that's coming to take a look at that area of our lives and pulling things off the shelves and saying, this isn't right and we need to display this differently and we need to change this. So it's almost like all the Pisces energy in the world is getting audited in a way. Because Pisces is a water sign, that means environmentally we're going to be looking at water issues that can be flooding, that can be drought even in some places. In either case, there's going to be this need for the containment of water, similar to how there was the need for containment of the air with Aquarius. Now, water also symbolizes emotions, spirituality, intuition, femininity, the proverbial waters that we were all born from at the dawn of time. It does have to do with sleep and dreaming, as I've mentioned, it has to do with escapism, including through drugs. So we'll definitely be seeing some things changing around drug use, perhaps around the legality of it or what it's being used for in a holistic setting. But probably the thing that I'm the most intrigued about when it comes to Saturn and Pisces is that Pisces is the zodiac sign of spirituality and mystical pursuits. It has to do with the bigger picture purpose of why we're really here and zooming out to look at that bigger picture, to connect with it, to be guided by it. This is a pretty big deal change because if you think about it, a lot of us are very guided by technology right now. Our phones and our computers make up so much of our lives. And Saturn is like taking hold of this Piscean energy and it's saying we need to utilize this sixth sense that we have, this intuition we have in a much better, more efficient manner. I think with the economy and all of the repercussions we've been having to deal with from the pandemic, we've had to learn to have a lot more faith in ourselves and in the universe to take care of us. And so part of Saturn and Pisces is also this return to faith. Again, what often happens is that in the beginning, Saturn is going to be showing us everything that is not right, everything that needs work in relation to our spiritual connection. 
and all of these other things I've mentioned. But then as time goes on, we're going to be pressured to do the work to get into greater alignment with our use of Pisces energy. And it doesn't matter if you're a Pisces or not. We all are swimming around with Pisces energy in some way or another. We are going to see more of that spiritual world materializing in some way. It's a really interesting combination, Saturn and Pisces. Saturn brings form to things. It's like about material matters. And Pisces is so ethereal. It's hard to pin down. It's like a vapor. And how do you bring structure to a vapor is what will be really interesting to witness over these next few years. So what this means for you and what this means for us on a personal level is that we can no longer live our lives divorced from our bigger picture purpose. That soul mission of why you're here, what you're meant to learn, what your karma is teaching you. We're learning to let our intuition guide us as a higher authority beyond government and society. Instead, we're being governed by our connection with our higher selves and our spirit team and the fabric of the universe. I see a lot more spiritual healers really making a name for themselves and coming out into the open, but not without challenges. I mean, it seems like every other person on Instagram who does something with spirituality is getting impersonated and all of their followers are getting DM'd about these fake readings. So there may be some sort of system put into place to differentiate the true healers from the fake healers. You know, we can really only guess with these kinds of energies. But I think the most important thing that I want you to keep in mind about Saturn and Pisces is that if something doesn't feel right to your intuition, if something you're doing in your life or work doesn't feel like it's leading you to the bigger picture purpose of why you are here as a soul, then it's going to need to change. And these changes are not easy. They're not convenient. They're going to take time. But Saturn's all about those long-term goals and being in it for the long haul. So it doesn't mean if you don't feel like you're doing your soul work, that you got to quit your job tomorrow and go do it. But it does mean that you're looking at your big goals for how you can live in greater alignment with your higher purpose. You're breaking them down into smaller steps and you're pacing yourself, but also challenging yourself to actually bring them into materialized form. Not everything is going to be perfect on the Pisces front or with Piscean energy by the end of this transit, because even now, like looking at what Saturn and Aquarius has done for us. Obviously, we still have Pluto and Aquarius to talk about, but I do feel like there's so much healing we still need to do around feeling separated from each other, especially that like social anxiety and just anxiety in general that has arisen from the past few years of what we've been through. I don't feel like that has all been settled necessarily by any means. But that's also what Pisces energy is about. It's about breaking down boundaries of coming together as one 
feeling more connected to each other through our feelings, through empathy and compassion. And I think that's where we're going to see more of that healing that we need coming into place while then other issues are brought up to be worked on in addition, right? Because Saturn is always going to be somewhere. We're always going to be needing to work on something. This is earth school. We're here to learn. So the best we can do is really take advantage of this energy while we have it and do the best we can with it. Often when Pisces are out of balance, and you could say this for pretty much any of the signs, I guess, too, you can get sick. There can be an illness. There can be something that alters your perception of reality to help you shift your perspective of what's really most important and meaningful to you. Kind of like how I cannot stop sleeping lately and I'm having the craziest dreams and they're kind of like my life now. (laughs) It's also worth mentioning that Pisces has to do with prisons, asylums, and mental health. And so these are just some other threads that may be woven with the Saturn and Pisces energy to show us as a collective that we need to wake up and we need to do things differently. The official dates for Saturn and Pisces are from March 7th, 2023, all the way until May 24th of 2025, at which point Saturn will actually be moving into Aries for a short period of time until it goes into retrograde and moves back into Pisces from August 31st, 2025 until February 13th, 2026. I'm also very curious to see how this affects like the occult and people's belief in spirits, spirit guides, ghosts. How do we deal with limiting beliefs? How do we heal from trauma from past lives? Pisces also has to do with hypnosis and meditation, channeling and mindset work. All these different areas are going to be brought into focus in the mainstream. And in some ways, it's like a spiritual revolution, but it's also like a spiritual audit. It's like Saturn is saying, are you on track with this energy? Are you in alignment with it? Are you infusing it into the way you live your life to the best of your ability, to the highest level? If not, there are going to need to be changes. You know, even those of you out there who do feel like you're doing your soul work, there's always going to be a higher and higher evolution. You're going to keep spiraling to higher and higher levels of alignment. And so even if you do feel like what you've been doing for a long time is your purpose, you might find that you start to hear those whispers in your meditation practice. Or this general feeling of dissociation from what you've normally been doing. So definitely be listening to your intuition, the vibes, and let those guide you on what needs to change in your life or work. So let's get into Pluto and Aquarius. Pluto has just moved into Aquarius as of March 23rd. And the thing is that Pluto will actually only be in Aquarius until June 11th, 2023. We're at the very tippy tip beginning of this massive transit, which is going to take until 2043 to complete. We are moving from Pluto in Capricorn to Pluto in Aquarius, but we're going to be 
straddling the edge of both of these signs all the way until the end of 2024. Pluto is going to go into Aquarius, then come back into Capricorn in June of 2023, back into Aquarius next January 2024, and then back into Capricorn again in September 2024. And Pluto won't officially be in Aquarius for the long haul until November 19th, 2024. That's when there's going to be an unbroken span of time until 2043, where Pluto will actually be progressing through and up the degrees of Aquarius from there. And so we're just right on this edge of breaking down the old systems and structures that no longer serve us. That's the Pluto and Capricorn energy that we've been working through for a very long time. And this innovation of a new world, which is created by people coming together to have more of an equal say in how the world needs to change. Now, unlike Saturn, which is about building things up and getting them on track, Pluto is about destruction and rebirth and revelations, revelation of the shadow. In other words, a lot of secrets tend to come out related to the subject of the zodiac sign it moves through. With Pluto and Capricorn, that was all about the establishment. Who's really running the show? Who's really in charge? How does that affect everybody else through that trickle-down effect? But Pluto and Aquarius is about the people, humanity. How do we use the cutting-edge research that's available to us and becoming more and more available because there'll be many new inventions in this period in a way that is really truly serving us as a whole. The issue with Aquarius, as awesome as it is, because it is the ruling sign of astrology and space discovery, extraterrestrials, technology, AI, cutting edge medicine, which we have to admit has gotten so much better in our day and age compared to ancient times, and also undoubtedly worse with people over-relying on pills and pharmacology. Yes, all of these areas are places in which we're going to need to face our collective fears and shadows. And in order to face a fear, you have to understand the core of that issue and where it comes from. Now, because this is a very long-term transit, like I'm literally going to be in my 50s by the time it's over. I don't know about you guys. I don't know how old you're going to be in 2043, but this is going to be an ongoing subject that we're going to be talking a lot more about. And something that we have to keep in mind is that Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. Uranus is the planet of change and innovation and the unexpected. And so there may be things that are going to come up in these next 20 years that I don't even have the words to describe right now. Also, we need to also keep in mind that Aquarius is a dual sign, just like all of the air signs. There's two different sides to it. One side we can think of as 
the ascended masters and angels and like the spiritual divine new age movement and the new earth and 5D. The other side could be AI and computers and robots and spaceships and stuff like that. And as somebody who loves to study spirituality, I definitely went through a phase where I kind of questioned like, is technology evil? But in my studies, I've also found that there have been very advanced spiritual civilizations that use technology in a really powerful, positive way. And so I don't think the question is, you know, spirituality versus technology, but instead, how do we merge these sides in a way that uplifts humanity so that technology isn't overriding our spirituality or intuition. It isn't blocking us from it. It isn't controlling us. It is enriching. So obviously this is a really big discussion, but if we bring it back to the personal level, we're going to really need to rethink how we need to innovate within our own lives and work. And where have we been too afraid to innovate because it would mean breaking down everything we've known or built our perspective around or our lifestyle around, even if it isn't truly taking us where we want to be or how we want to feel or live, right? Because Pluto does require destruction to some degree. And destruction is so uncomfortable, but if it allows you to rebuild in a valuable way, then it's worth it. If you want to go explore this on your own astrology chart, you can take a look at Aquarius, particularly the very beginning of Aquarius, because it's going to take you know, like I said, 20 years to move through the whole sign. You can get a sense of what in your life is going to need to completely change. Again, these are very slow changes that are going to be happening. But by comparing the very beginning of Aquarius with which house that is on your astrology chart, you can get a sense of which area of your life is going to be going through a complete transformation in the next 20 years. There is so much more I could say about this, but I really just wanted to have a brief, casual conversation about these massive transits you might have been hearing bits and pieces about here and there, just so that you are aware that we are going through a really big change in the world right now that's going to be so different from what we've been going through for the last few years to several years. And that means we're going to be needing to make different decisions about what's right for us in our lives and work. The only constant in life is change, right? And by studying astrology, we can get a better sense of how to get on board with those changes in a way that's really going to serve us and allow us to do our best work and contribute to the world as well. Every month at the very beginning of each month, I go live in the Cosmic Calling community to share the monthly forecast. I break down all of the major astrological themes that we're going to to be working with and how you can use them to your advantage in a really practical way in your life and work. If you want to join us, you can become a member of the Cosmic Calling community by going to soulshineastrology.com slash community. 
And the purpose is really to help you not fight against what's going on, but to like kind of make it your friend. Change can freak us out. We can feel unsteady or it can inspire us to innovate and push the envelope and try new things. And whenever possible, we want to lean into the light or the higher vibration of these energies. Of course, we're always going to have to be met with the shadow side as well. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we notice how we need to change and shift. But these energies can also be really exciting. Like I said, an increase in spiritual connection, an increase in equality, in technology working with us in an ethical way to support us. These are some of the influences that we have to look forward to when these energies are through with us. So I'm going to be going down to posting new episodes every other Friday for a while now because the sun has just moved into my fourth house of home, family, and long-term security. And I'm really feeling a big push to slow down, focus on my private life, which basically just means laying at home reading books, let's be honest. (laughs) And still sharing meaningful conversations with you, but without so much pressure to be coming at you every week as fun as it has totally been. Like I said, I'm hanging out every day in the Cosmic Calling community, sharing monthly forecasts, doing astrology live Q&As where I can answer questions about your astrology chart, and teaching pretty much everything I know about astrology through the massive library of astrology classes that we have going on in there. For example, maybe you're having your Saturn return this year or in the next couple of years, or maybe Pluto is moving over some of your personal planets. You can find out what these kinds of things mean and how to use it to your advantage in the Cosmic Calling community. I hope you have a great rest of your month, and I hope you can give yourself a little chance to rest too, like I have been, and not put so much pressure on yourself all the time. Much love, my friends, for complete episode show notes and all of the links mentioned throughout this episode, visit soulshineastrology.com slash episode 130. For more information on how to use astrology to find your cosmic calling and sign up for astrology email updates, check out soulshineastrology.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling to help other cool people like us find the show. The Cosmic Calling community is a gathering place for listeners of the show to connect more deeply with fellow like-minded spiritual seekers. Join us for astrology classes, monthly forecasts, cosmic planning tools, plus bonus features for these podcast episodes by going to soulshineastrology.com community. 